I have a serious question for you. Why is the world of wellness so serious? It's all about discipline, willpower, all work and no play. And to be honest, the focus seems to be much more on how we look than how we feel. These impossible standards can feel like a full-time job, but it doesn't have to. Welcome to Part-Time Wellness, the podcast where we redefine wellness and create health habits that enhance our life, not overtake it. I'm Chelsea Eithoven, a wellness coach for women with ADHD, late diagnosed ADHD or myself, and your biggest cheerleader. I believe that you can have it all. You can experience a life of fulfillment, joy, and play, along with thriving health and wellness. You can have your cake and eat it too. Why else would you make a cake? ADHDers deserve to experience the feeling of thriving, not just surviving. So together, we'll explore the world of wellness and life in general with ADHD. Don't forget to subscribe and let's dive in. We've got a lot to chat about. Hello, hello, guys, and welcome back to Part-Time Wellness. I'm your host, Chelsea Eithoven, and today we're going to be talking about ADHD and choosing self-compassion. Now, I'm not going to lie. I am not very well right now, (laughs) and this episode is going to be really different than any other episode I've ever done before. I don't know if you can hear the thunder outside. It is about to start storming, and I am so excited to curl up with a book after this and just get lost in a book. But this episode, like I said, is going to be different, and I want to offer you guys a little bit of a not trigger warning, maybe just content warning. I am going to be talking about heavy emotions, grief, and death a little bit in this episode. So if that's something you are not in the emotional place to listen to, I just want to give you the opportunity to lovingly pause and come back to this when you're ready, if you are ever ready for it. So I had a completely different episode planned. I had a whole outline about getting our wellness habits from Shein and, you know, quick fixes and why quick fixes are really tempting and diets are really tempting for ADHDers. But honestly, I can't bring myself to do it this week. So instead, I'm doing this kind of off the cuff episode because I feel like there are others of you out there that maybe need this. And honestly, I kind of need this episode. So there's not going to be a hyper focus of the week. And the vibe of this episode is just going to be different than the other ones. So if this is your first episode, just know this isn't the norm. But yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about ADHD, choosing self-compassion, heavy emotions, and grief. So I don't even know where to begin. But today's Friday as I'm recording this. And on Monday, we had to send my sweet dog, Corey, to the other side. And it has been so much tougher than I anticipated. I'm just so grief stricken. Um, And then there's parts of me that keep thinking, well, I shouldn't feel this way. She was, quote unquote, just a dog, right? And I told my husband, you know, as I was thinking about this, I told my husband, as I think about that and think about how silly it is that this is still affecting me, I remind myself that it's not silly, right? She and my husband, he got her as a puppy 
And then when we got together, obviously she became my dog too. And they are really, I think honestly, the only two living beings on this planet that I've really deeply let myself love fully without reserve. We're getting real raw and honest on this episode, Kay. And your girl has some trust issues from past experiences, both with family and other people. And, you know, I've always just had fear and it's easier to not fully love somebody because then it's always easier to let them go if you have to let them go. And I, I never did that with Corey or with Garrett, my husband. And it's so much harder when you haven't built walls It's easier to build walls and to not fully let yourself experience a relationship with another living being, whether it be a human or something that's non-human. Don't worry, this whole episode isn't just going to be a therapy session for me. Or maybe it will. You know what? Maybe it will. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But the reason I'm even speaking to you about this is because I've just... ADHD comes with heavy emotions as is, right? ADHD comes with a roller coaster of emotions for a lot of us. And we can really tend to beat ourselves up for the way that we behave or cope with this roller coaster of emotions. This week has been so hard and I I really didn't anticipate that. Yesterday, I canceled a meeting that I had. And to be honest with you, now I have the self-identity where I don't consider myself somebody who cancels meetings, right? I don't consider myself somebody who does that. But I thought it happened on Monday. I will be okay by Thursday. Was not okay by Thursday. I still feel like I'm slogging through mud. But by canceling that meeting, I started to add on this layer of guilt, right? And... Because I'm the type of person who follows through with what I say I'm going to do now, right? When it comes to myself and when it comes to other people, I make promises that I can keep and I keep them. And so this moment of feeling like I needed extra space and canceling and really truly what it was is honoring my needs, honoring my emotions, honoring what I was capable of at that moment And recognizing that it's not that I'm, you know, lazy or have an excuse or I'm taking this too hard or too seriously. Recognizing that it's actually that these emotions are taking up so much space that I don't have space for other things, right? At this moment, my capacity is filled. I'm sure you've heard the analogy, or if you haven't, there is a spoons analogy, right? That We wake up with a certain amount of spoons and different activities take different amount of spoons, right? And the idea is that neurotypical people wake up with the same amount of spoons every day, right? Let's say they wake up with 10 spoons every day and they utilize those spoons on work, on caring for their family, right? Like each activity or thought or thing takes up a spoon, The idea is that people who are not neurotypically abled, they don't wake up with the same amount of spoons every day. They might wake up with chronic pain or with ADHD. We might not wake up with the same amount of executive function, right? So we might wake up one day with 10 spoons and we might wake up the next day with two spoons. And something here, I feel 
that gets missed or that I haven't heard talked about is the fact that heavy emotions take up your spoons. They take up your energy. They are all consuming. And I definitely remember the moment in the beginning of my diagnosis when I recognized this and noticed this phenomenon because getting diagnosed at 30 years old is certainly a roller coaster of emotions or whatever age you were diagnosed at, I'm sure you can relate. It's a roller coaster of emotions of what ifs, what could have been if I was diagnosed earlier? Well, what can I be now? These high highs and these low lows, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about and process and a lot of emotions. And I found myself reminding clients and students of this that it takes a lot of emotional energy and remember that and allow yourself for that. And don't expect that now that you are diagnosed that now you are going to become neurotypical and wake up with the same amount of spoons every day. And I had a really great reminder this week that these emotions are taking up some of my spoons, right? Which I already was having less spoons to begin with because we were just getting fully transparent, but I'm close to my period. So there's less spoons. There's less spoons to be had all around. Okay. (laughs) This is like, I feel so uncomfortable. Part of me is after I record this episode is going to probably dread posting this because I'm going to be like, girl, do you really need to air all the dirty laundry? But we're going to do it. Okay. So anyways, back to the point, I canceled this meeting. And in that moment, I had a choice to make. I could choose to pick guilt My old familiar, right? I know what guilt feels like. I am so familiar with the feeling of guilt for not following through with something I said that I would follow through with. Or I could choose self-compassion, which although I've been practicing and working on for the past um, year and a half or so, it's not as familiar. But what I chose in that moment, instead of choosing guilt, I chose self-compassion. And the reason I'm choosing to record this episode about this instead of what I wanted to talk about is because I feel like us ADHDers, this is really not easy for us because guilt is so much more familiar. And we don't give ourselves any leeway for the circumstances, for the lack of spoons, whether it be something circumstantial in your life or There's no circumstance at all, and you don't know why you woke up with less spoons, but you just don't feel you have the capacity to do the things that you promised yourself or others you would do today. This is a huge common experience for the ADHD community, right? Not being able to predict. I mean, it's it's life in general, right? We can't predict when something's going to come along and quote unquote mess up our plans, (laughs) but things happen, right? And we tend to not give ourselves that self-compassion in that moment and instead value pushing through, right? That's what a lot of us have been raised to value is pushing through in those moments. But sometimes it doesn't feel possible. And a lot of the time we know deep down that that's not really what's best for us in that moment. What's best for us in that moment is giving ourselves self-compassion and honoring our needs that our body or our mind is screaming at us, begging us to honor. Honestly, y'all, wellness aside, this is, I feel like, my message I am meant to share with the planet. 
<laughs> um, I was listening to a podcast earlier today while I was taking a shower. I can link it. It's called Mind Witchery. But the host was talking about finding our values and living from a place of values. And something she said was, what is the, <laughs> what was the exact wording she said? What is the contribution we want to bring to this cosmic potluck that is earth that we're living on? And you know, for me, a lot of it is the idea of self-compassion and honoring ourselves, our bodies, our desires, our needs, our wants, rather than pushing through and trying to follow the mold of what we feel we quote unquote are supposed to do. So here's why I want to encourage you to choose self-compassion in the moments when maybe you even feel like you don't deserve it. Because that's exactly what I was feeling yesterday. I was like, you know what? You should have known. You should have canceled it ahead of time. You should, 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 right? I'm just shooting all over myself. But you know what? Because I already feel pretty terrible, (laughs) you know, layering another negative emotion on top of that guilt is really easy to do, but I don't deserve that. I don't deserve to already feel the grief and sadness and heaviness I'm feeling. I don't deserve to add on a layer of another negative emotion, which is guilt. And I have done this to myself so many times that I can't even count and that this is a new habit and a new thing that I'm still working on developing. So if you're feeling crappy, no matter what your flavor of crappy is, right, whether it's grief or exhaustion or overwhelm or anything, anxiety, if I can encourage you to shed a layer of that negative emotion, so you're going to feel the initial emotion, depending on whatever's going on in your life. If you're feeling overwhelmed or guilty or you're feeling grief or exhaustion or any of those things I just mentioned, instead of adding on another layer, or maybe you already have added on the next layer of guilt and saying, ugh, you know, I know I'm feeling all this, but I should have pushed through and adding on this extra layer of another negative emotion. I want to encourage you to take off the guilt, remove it. It's like a freaking sweater that you're wearing when it's already 98 degrees out right now, like it is right here in Mississippi today. (laughs) It is so hot. But, you know, just if you could remove that unnecessary layer of guilt and discomfort, take away the self-deprecating comments, beating yourself up for being human or experiencing things that humans experience and heaven forbid having emotions about them and heaven forbid those emotions interfering with your perfectly perfect laid out plans, right? If I can encourage you to do that and choose self-compassion over guilt, then literally my work here is done. We're done here. (laughs) And you know, Something that I can't remember if I've recorded a podcast on, but I have done workshops and things within my work um, and talked to clients about this, but something that's important to me is values-based living, which is funny because that episode I was just talking about that I recommend is about values-based living. And it reminded me that recently I've realized Uh, a new value that I didn't realize that I had, right? Self-compassion is obviously a huge value that I want to live for myself and share with you. And that's really important to me. 
And another one that I thought was one of mine, and it is, but I always thought my biggest value was freedom, living a life of freedom, being able to have time freedom, financial freedom, being able to make choices for myself. And for the most part, I have it now. I have created a life where I have time freedom and I'm so grateful for that, right? And in having that, I realized another value of mine that's maybe even more prevalent than feeling freedom is feeling alive. The feeling of aliveness, like feeling the full experience of life. And I thought that that was what freedom would give me, but it's a totally different experience. The feeling of feeling alive is really living life to the fullest while I'm here on earth. And part of that is allowing all of my emotions, feeling them fully. And I've been continuously reminding myself that throughout this week because, again, ADHD is a roller coaster of emotions. And I don't know if it's even more so when we go through these pivotal life moments like this than people who are neurotypical or other people. I don't know because I can't experience life from somebody else's brain, but I have a feeling that it might be. I have a feeling that they might feel even bigger to us, and that can feel inconvenient to us and to those around us. But if my goal or something that I want from my life is to feel the most alive, then that means feeling my emotions fully, not numbing them or distracting from them. That isn't fully being alive. (laughs) And I loved that dog so big, so much, that of course the grief is going to be big too. And if that's my value, and this is something that I really value and want to live out, then that means living the experience of living through my values means that I allow those emotions to be there and I don't push through and suppress and just go on and live life as normal and do business as usual, I allow myself to feel the full experience of this. (sighs) You know, and in this moment, I'm allowing myself to do that and I'm taking what I need. No pushing through, no faking it, no recording an episode that I already had planned, but really just, you know, speaking about my experience right now in this current moment. This is so hard and uncomfortable for me, I'm going to be honest, but another reason I want to do this is because I, something that annoys me about neurotypical creators, maybe they don't have the same low experiences that we do, I don't really know, but I do feel like it's something that people don't show, right? We don't tend to show up in these moments. And I thought about it, I didn't want to show up in this moment because in my mind, I want to be aspirational to you guys. I want to be the person that pushes through. But that's just like my ego speaking, right? That's not necessarily my true self because what I really want is to be what I feel like I don't have in the wellness space. And that is people showing the true lows and what they're like and really, really letting me see the behind the scenes and pulling back the curtain so that I can remember I'm not the only one. And I'm not the only one that when I have these moments of the roller coaster of emotions that are taking up all my spoons, I'm not the only one that handles it by canceling things and not following through with things that I said I would do and just showing the behind the scenes, the realness. That is what I want from creators because it makes me feel less alone. 
And so that's what I'm doing today. I genuinely thought about either not recording today or pushing it off until next week when I knew I'd be feeling better or a moment when I wasn't feeling, you know, so emotionally low, but I decided that's not going to serve anybody. So here I am. And when I first started thinking about this morning, when I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to get a podcast to my editor today. I don't know if I can do this. And I first started thinking about this episode and the fact that I'm not good at hiding my emotions. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I always say this to my husband. I'm like, it's on my mind. I got to talk about it. I got to like let it out. I can't just be like, oh, everything's normal, right? And I was like, should I even talk about this? Does this even have to do with ADHD, right? This is so out of my norm. This is so vulnerable. But I just couldn't bring myself to talk about anything different. And in jotting down just a couple of my thoughts that I had, I realized that this is about ADHD. And the fact that I feel like I need to push through in this moment is because of our culture of pushing through and not honoring ourselves, even in moments of grief or sickness or difficulty. That is what we're taught. And and for some of us, we feel that's the only time we're quote unquote allowed to slack off. But then others of us feel like that's not even a good enough excuse, right? And so it is about that, you know? And a book I'm listening to right now on Audible is Laziness Does Not Exist. And I just wanted to share this with you because I I feel like it is relevant to the topic of self-compassion. And it's a book that says a lot of the things that I've known and heard, but it brings them all together so beautifully. They speak about... ADHD in the book. So Laziness Does Not Exist. It's a fantastic book. If you do struggle with this self-compassion, it might help you open your eyes to the reasoning behind that and really the social training that we should always be able to push through. We should always focus on productivity and our outputs rather than really nurturing ourselves and listening to ourselves and what we need in each moment. It's so funny to me. Like I said, I thought about not recording this, but I decided to anyways, because you guys are very special to me. And it's funny to me how I'm just speaking into a mic in my office, totally by myself. Yet this podcast of all the things I've done and created in my business has helped me feel the most connected to other people. (laughs) Isn't it ironic that sitting in my office by myself has helped me feel more connected to others? And I guess... It's because you guys are the ones that you reach out to me with the kindest messages you share with me when I say these things that you relate to. And a lot of times, the things you guys message me, I totally forget about. It's A lot of times, it's not the main point of the episode. It's some random one-off sentence, something that I said that you're like, oh my gosh, I do that too. Or, oh my gosh, I've never heard somebody talk about it that way. Or, oh my gosh, I never thought about it that way. And these things of just me really in the moment, not coming off of my script or whatever I've written to talk about, these random things that I just say are the things that you guys tend to reach out about and connect with. And I just love that. It makes me feel so seen and understood. And it keeps me going because I feel like it's helping you guys feel more seen and understood as well and have self-compassion for yourself or know that you're not the only one. And I just love that. I freaking love you guys so much. I say it all the time, but that's why I really, I said, you know what? I think this would be valuable and I think it would be nice to talk about. So thank you for being here. 
Thank you for supporting me through the good times and the low times, right? I truly believe this is what wellness with ADHD is all about because wellness with ADHD comes with highs and lows. Wellness for everyone comes with highs and lows, right? It comes with the fullness of life's experience. And it's not just one-sided. It's not all positive. It's not all perfect. And it's about taking care of ourselves as best as we can, as best as we know how to in each and every moment during the highs and the lows. So I hope this episode has served you in some way. If anything, I hope it's helped you choose self-compassion over guilt in an emotionally low moment, right? Maybe you could save it for a time to remind yourself when you need to hear this message, because maybe you don't need to hear it right now, but maybe you need to hear it sometime in the future. And I, I just hope it's served you in some way. And to be honest, it's been really therapeutic to me. I think it's serving me in many ways. So even if that's the only thing that comes out of this episode, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for you guys listening. Y'all are my therapists now, I guess. So let me know where to send the payment. I'll get that over to you right away. (laughs) Okay, I'm done here. We're done here. I'll talk to you guys very soon next time on Part-Time Wellness. Bye.